to enter the elf tree. Hi there, world. Hi there, everybody. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe. And and I think we might have lied to you in the last episode. We did. Our noses have Unfortunately. Uh, grown about three feet long. It's been it's been rubbed in our in our mistake. <laughs> like a like a pet, right? So we have hat in hand and we're coming to apologize to you for uh, mentioning that we were gonna change things up that we aren't well, necessarily gonna be doing exactly the way we said it. We 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 mistakenly said that we got, you know, a, a series of archived episodes for everybody to to listen to for the next like six or so episodes. And mm-hmm. after after doing one of them, we we listened to another one, actually you specifically. Well, it's listens like, to the next one. Yeah, I feel like why would why would we want to go backwards? It feels so much better to go forwards. There's a lot of things going on around everything we're doing, so well, why not just make the most of what we're doing and continue forward? Right. And, and yeah, I mean the, the previous of, the, the 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 previously archived episodes were rough. They were rough. They're you know there's a little we were giddier and so. We and it was when I say new. we, I mean more so me. Well, we were we were both. I mean, we both would go through almost an entire bowl. Oh yeah, that's pretty in an episode, which is which is a, a little bit. Uh, tolerances were different then. They were, you know? they uh, were. It was all brand new. My tolerance has shot to the bottom since I've been on this reset. Uh, yes, Joe is uh, Joe is following in my footsteps. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> After which I had already followed in his footsteps. But uh, three years later, is, is doing right. <laughs> is uh, is doing the ultimate reset. Joe, yeah, how are you? I feel good. I'm on day seventeen. I'm seventeen. Holy cow! Yeah, I'm ready to. Um, yeah, so I haven't had any drinks or anything like that, and nice. I've done very, very minimal uh, partaking of Mary Jane. But okay, so my tolerance level has just shot to the ground. Yeah. So anything like just breathing next to someone who's around it, it's like, <laughs> oh, jeez. You just like, uh, I smell it. Yeah, I guess you don't really, like. I never really think about how high my tolerance gets until yeah. you end up just having a bowl with someone. You're like, man, I don't really feel high at all. Yeah. And then you're just like, wait yeah. a minute, that's not supposed to work that way. You it's know? not. It's never supposed to. You're never supposed to get used to anything, really, that you're you're doing or taking. It's never supposed to become mundane or well, normal. Well, what good is medicine you? if you become immune to it? You right. Know? Exactly. So. It's like it's like any sort of pain medications. You know, Vicodin. I mean, the, uh, house. I feel hilarious talking you about know? it like it's a medication, which it is. It is. But for me, it's... It's uh, more social anxiety stuff, but it's more honestly it's a social just anxiety uh, medication. It chills me out a bit, you know. It causes me to wipe the whole whiteboard clean of my brain and just chill. And, and so it is a medicine in, in that sense. Yeah. So it's been nice to kind of, you know, we did some freaking awesome brainstorming yesterday. We did. I mean, the 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 medicate. I almost said medicative values. Medicative. The the medicative. Medicatitties. Um. The medical value of smoking marijuana, for me at least, is to clear the clutter out of my brain, not mm-hmm. necessarily the information that I know and I'm trying to actively work with or we would try and actively converse about. Um, but it's it's all the other little things like, oh, don't say that, or, oh, you know, this and that, and the things that distract me and, yeah. and all that. I just get to clutter, uh, excuse me, I get to rid myself of the clutter and then focus on what it is that we're, we're doing and talking about. Exactly. I mean, it's funny because, I mean, I don't know if you watch this show ever. It's kind of ridiculous now, but it's called Workaholics. Oh, I mean, I, I used to, yeah. But it's just this funny concept of these dudes who are post-college 
getting this job, you know, the whole, you have to wear a button up and, right, and a tie right. and you're sitting in a cubicle, but it's these three friends that basically sit in this cubicle and they're, they're potheads. And so for them to get through this, <laughs> this idea that they have to sit in this cubicle, yeah. that's their escaping vice is they smoke pot at their house. They, they all live weed. together. And there's a, there's actually an incredible episode of workaholics in which they take mushrooms. Oh yes. And when they're camping out. Yeah. They're camping out in the office yes, and they're, yes. they take mushrooms and it's, it's, it's a very cleverly put together show. Blake and Durs and, uh, and Anders. Are you there? No, there's a, there's a, who's the third guy? Oh, uh, the guy with the bear, with the bear coat. Oh, it's, um, that's Blake. Blake. That's Blake. Blake, Adam and, uh, and, uh, and Anders, right? Anders. Yeah. Yeah. Anders is kind of the preppy, you know, still he's almost the dude who grew up and he was a goody two shoes. Yes. But then he became a pothead. Right. So he's still kind of goody two shoes. Right, right. He's somebody that, that at least on the surface, especially at the job, I would be, you know, I would go to him more because he looks like somebody that's a little bit more reliable mm-hmm. than the other two. Yeah. But when you watch the show, in actuality, they're all kind of, they're all kind of pothead, you know, kind of, but at the same time, they're, you know, they're doing their thing. Well, it's funny because at the end of the day, most of the, most of the shows that I've, that I can remember, recall about them is they're always after some sort of focus. Like they're, oh, we're going to, like when they camped out in the office, yes. I think they were trying to bust somebody who was doing something to the servers. Right. Isn't that what it was? Yeah. Something yeah. was going on. And uh, so they were like on a mission for something. And then at the end of it, they realized who gives a shit. And they started singing uh what is the <laughs> Catherine Zeta Jones? <laughs> she, she dips beneath the lasers. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> yes, that's a uh, well con- well conceived show. Yeah, it's just funny. They they take you on this little journey, and then they real they always remind you, hey guys, it's really not that big of a deal. Yeah. So that's kind of what that show is. But kind of like Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Life is nothing but the land of make believe. I tell you what was a big deal for that guy though, Mister Rogers. His clothing change that he would do, his costume oh, change. Oh right, yeah. Someone took that away from him. Like a producer came up and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna nix the costume. We're gonna change. we're gonna start the show right in the living room." <laughs> but that's not the way I come home. That's not what <laughs> right. I do when I come home, guys. <laughs> he just starts losing it. Fred Rogers goes on a rampage. <laughs> that's crazy, though. If you think about Mr. Rogers, I wonder what it was like. Have you ever seen any like behind the scenes, the making of Mr. Rogers? I mean, I'm sure I have. I'm sure I've seen clips and stuff, but there's not much that I I can recall. There's no like cursing blooper reel. No, not to my knowledge. From what I understand, Mr. Rogers was a very was was mostly what he was on TV, like yeah. a very gentle soul, you know, kind that's of a cool, kind yeah. of a guy, like a Bob Ross. And there's a there's a rumor that's going around. It's been going around for years and years that he was like a Navy SEAL, like all tatted oh. up and shit, I've and he was originally too, yeah. a badass. And from from the the research that I've done, the looking into it that I've done, it's kind of been debunked. Like oh, they, okay. it's, yeah. it's not, it's kind of just one of those, the legend of Mr. Yeah. Rogers. How does no one know this for real? Like if he was in it or not, like that'd be, well, pretty... but I mean, that's the thing. I think it has, I think people okay. have said, no, this is absolutely so not said true, it made up a but it's, it's an it. urban legend. It's okay. an urban myth about Mr. Rogers. That's this out there. And I mean, let's be honest, that would be awesome. I mean, I mean, imagine if, if the, the old man inside, inside big bird was, you know, some tatted up, you know, <laughs> like badass from yeah. the Vietnam era or something I mean, like that, you know? Well, 
he'd probably have some psychosis issues potentially you couldn't put him in a big bird costume that would be next level shit no but it would uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just starts having Vietnam flashbacks you go from inside Nam the to costume big bird. <laughs> oh no I'm inside you bird that's weird but uh yeah I mean I don't know it would be interesting to see him come in every day and boot up his you know put his boots on everyone's watching him put his cost his uh the military guy. uniform on they're like man it's so graceful i want him to tell me stories so he puts on his military uniform and then his big bird costume that's how he got the start of his show was he would do that for oh, there's a ghost in here i know Ian, uh ian's water just kind of fell over it did it just, well to be fair it's sitting on a on a mattress but still it's not like he was sitting on the table and it just tumped over that's true that's true i made up that word tumped yeah donald tumped Donald Trump. <laughs> oh gosh, people are people are going ape shit for that man. They are. I uh, people are people are going wild for ridiculous. the fact that he's running for president. His wig is running for president. I'm just kidding. I mean, is it a wig? Do you hair. think it's it's probably like? Do you think it's? I was gonna say. I mean, do you think not there's extension. any sort of enhancement going on there? Because I've seen. Dude, young he's got too much money to Donald not Trump. have dabbled and looked around. You know. I mean, why would he? Why would he want himself to to look balding? You know, if he's got all that money, there's no reason for him to look differently than he would absolutely want to look. Well, the amount of the amount of crap he gets for freaking uh, his hair alone yeah, well, would him suggest that you know people in his business and yeah. in the industries that he works in. Someone would come to him and say, "Hey, man, I know you're getting a lot of shit about your hair, but I know this company that's freaking great. They did my hair, blah blah." blah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I don't know if it works because yeah. it, it somehow if, once you know it's fake hair, you're like, "Yeah, I knew that was fake hair." Yeah. But I don't know. Well, there's all sorts you, of new stuff coming out. I don't know. It'd kind of be like Conan O'Brien. If Conan O'Brien suddenly one day woke up and realized he was going bald, wh- what would he do? Would he run with it? Or would he try and, and get it taken care of? Because Conan O'Brien's known for his hair. It's that big orange wave. <laughs> yeah, you got to have the wave. It's like got two different curls in it. And it yeah. It's, it's just a humongous. It's his logo. It is. Well, it's it is. everything about his it is. brand. He, he made it his brand. Exactly. Team he, wears, he wears his brand on the top of his head. But I don't know. I don't know if he would. Uh, he's kind of at the caliber now where... They would probably make a, a wig for him if they couldn't Conan? actually surgically replace his hair. Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. Pull hair from his ass crack. Well, um, I mean, they do. They pull it from. They pull it from <laughs> like the backs of your legs and and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, all they is need that really is really what they do. Yeah. All they need. They, it's, it's something like live hair follicles. It's whatever the seed of a hair follicle is inside any other part of your body that's already growing hair. Yeah. All they do is that I, as far as I I've looked and seen. They just implant that so seed just back into your fo- follicles. Is it just filler in the balding areas, or like, because your leg hairs don't grow as long as your hair does? True, but I, I again, there's a whole science behind it what that if I it looks don't like know. Like your leg hair, it's but just- I, that would be funny. You just got like short and curlies growing out of your head. <laughs> oh God, that'd be nasty. Dude. That'd be like Corey, Corey Matthews you from Boy Meets World. I'm shaving. Oh, uh, but. Yeah, I, I would, I'd be curious as to whether or not just the, the different chemistry on the top of, cause your beard hair is different. It grows and flows differently than your head True. hair versus, so there's gotta be something it's in. It's like a, a thicker puby hair. Yeah. I mean the way that your, the way that your body gets its varying signals and chemicals and everything up to varying hair follicles. I wonder if there's something like, that specifically. Like armpit hairs, like everything, yeah. everything outside of our hair is different. That's well, I mean, our head hair has been growing our entire lives, whereas mm-hmm. hair anywhere else on our body 
typically. Decides to join the party a little later. Later on, yeah. Although, I mean, I've had leg hair most of my life, but it's it was never like this. It was never, you know, Robin Williams he style. He just put a, uh, a gorilla leg up on the table. Oh, which, you know, he just had his one year. Like, they, he yeah. died a year ago. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was telling you that, that was really a good uh, Nerdist episode with Bobcat. He was all right. Robin's best friends, and so he was telling he's Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, it's worth a listen because he tells stories about it. It's like good to hear, like it's crazy to hear about him texting or calling Robin Williams at least every day. Like you know, you know what I mean? I mean, they were good buddies. Yeah, yeah. So that's just a weird thing. And then he was pretty choked up, like in the very beginning. He was. He held himself together, though. That's good. It was great. Good stories. Good, good shit. The guy was a badass. That's Nerdist? Nerdist, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Episode of the Nerdist. So, I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it came out, I guess, not, not long ago, because it is the one year. Yeah, yeah. About uh, two weeks ago. Man. I think. That's crazy. I can't believe it's already been a year, to yeah. be honest. Well, it's it's been... A year. I mean, it's been it's been five or six years since Christopher Reeve died, and I remember when oh, that yeah. happened. You know, um, it's been twelve years since nine eleven. It's That's been insane. no. It's been it's been fortteen years since nine eleven. Holy shit, dude! That's fourteen years. That's insane. I know people fourteen years old. That's insane. That's like, yeah. There's people right now that are listening to like old Nine Inch Nails records, like banging their head against the fist, their fist against the wall, and stuff at school. Like <laughs> they could be banging shit. their head against their fist, and they were like a freaking <laughs> a fetus during nine yeah. eleven. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy to think about. Yeah. Do you even know what today is? Today is a Monday. It is? Um, don't tell me it's your birthday or some shit. No, 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 I'm it's not. I'm know. just asking the, the date as a, as a segue. Is it a Jewish holiday? No, no, no. Ramadan? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's Elf Tree Podcast Network and Elf Tree Media. Day. Oh, yeah, of course. It is. Today it is. is. Today is officially August 24th. It is Elf Tree Podcast and well, it's, Media it's, it's, Officially, it's Elf Tree Media Day because we, we registered our, our DBA. E.T. Would it, well, so it would be... Uh, E.M. E.M. Yeah. Or E.T.M. E-T-M. No, just E.M. Well, yeah, it'd be E.M. Yeah, because it's one word. It's one word, Elf yeah. Tree is one word. That's true. Man. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's officially E.M. Day. I didn't even realize this. This So our DBA, the, the fictitious business name statement we filed, uh, is good for five years. Okay, so if you're listening and... You know, you like everything we build in the next five years and we forget to file. <laughs> you better jump on it. <laughs> but dude, let's, uh, let's shake hands right now. This is a Congratulations, big moment. man. Yeah, yeah we, I mean, this is something we're we... We're official. I mean, we've been doing this for a year already. Elf Tree Podcast Network's first birthday is going to be coming up soon. Yeah. And um, we got to figure something out for that, by the way. We'll get ourselves a cake. A keg? A, well, we can get a keg and a cake. A keg and a cake? Can we get a cake shaped like a keg? A keg cake? <laughs> Don't say that too many times in a row. Can we eat a keg cake cake? <laughs> oh, God. Um, Somebody out there listening that's like a clan member is like, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. We don't condone that. that behavior. I didn't even think about that. We love well, all the peoples. cake is, is uh, you're saying it sounds like cake Yeah, cake. it's with the K's. I know cake. I was going to say, I was going to say, we should get a we should get a keg cake, K. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say, but I, it didn't end up coming out of my mouth. Like, okay. But it, little, it literally would have been exactly what you were going for, K, K, K. Yeah. K, we K, need K, 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 K. Okay, okay, okay. Let's die. Let's totally die. Our audience has tuned us yeah. out at this point. Uh, volume levels are at zero. Yeah, we're, we're just, we're, we're getting feedback in our headphones. People of, are listening to the Nerdist right now. <laughs> You know, whatever the, when the, when the, the 
TV station oh, signs yeah. off for the night. Oh, creepy. Your bars and tone noise. Yeah, dude. I mean, we just, we filed official paperwork. I mean, this is, this is us going pro, if you going will. Going pro. We, we knew at some point we'd have to do this. We've got a lot of ideas, uh, short films and stuff yeah. that we're shooting for. And I don't know, this is kind of the very foundational thing that we had to take care of. And Well, in order to go pro, I think you have to, you know, have $300 and go buy a GoPro. Well, it depends on what platform. Like, if you want to go pro on SoundCloud, it's six dollars. Yeah, right, but in order to go pro and what it is that any, I mean, in anything that you do, it really kind of just behooves you to be an amateur at it for a little while. You know, people don't just one day wake up and say, "I'm going to go be a professional chef," and having never cooked anything in their lives. Typically, yeah, you want to put a little research. Typically, into it's somebody what you're who doing. knows how to cook something. Definitely. Yeah. And what we've done, like I had done podcasting on a very, very like dabbling basis a year before I came out here. Mm-hmm. And then you and McCookin. I, McCookin, yes, we did the McCookin episodes with Shelby. And then you and I came out here and we, with Martin, started to do it seriously amateurly. Yeah. And not even amateurly, but like in a way that it was it was kind of a serious pastime that we we chose to to occupy our time. Well, we with. didn't know we didn't know anything about how to build a listener base, how to even connect what we're doing to anybody out there. Because ultimately, we, when we came together, we we're like, let's just freaking sit around, see if we can even have conversation around mics. For me, it was get the, comfortable. It you was know? the sustainability of doing shows. Yeah. Like uh, we could do a couple shows. We could you can put out an album. You know, I can make a short film, but. We to to constantly be producing hour long shows on a regular basis on almost a weekly basis. That was something that I didn't know we, I didn't know how to do. I hadn't yeah. done it before, and it's just it was a, a disciplinary thing that I think really benefited us because at this point that we're at now, we just get to sit here and do the shows and let those kind of coast, and while we put together all the back end business exactly, stuff, yeah. and then explode uh, all over the world. We've got so many ideas. It's trying to catch a bunch of like, you know, confetti balls that are floating away from you out of your brain. It's, it's like, like, we've got all these things that we want to do. A ticker tape so parade in Times Square. We're kind of getting this, I mean, again, the foundations solidified so that we can start umbrella, put everything under this umbrella and right. then really start representing what we're doing with other people involved right. as a team. Cause we're trying to team build. And we've got seeds of, we've got seeds of a lot of talent. You know, my roommate Martin is, he's been doing PR and and marketing stuff and he he kind of knows the business of that. He's been doing that for a little while. You've been balls deep in the music industry for uh quite a while now. I mean, how many do you know how long you've been like seriously like you would have considered yourself a musician professionally? Like a yeah. professional I didn't yeah. have to have a job? No, well not even that. Like I mean, I consider myself a podcaster. I still have to have a job, but I'm a yeah. podcaster and I've been a podcaster for a year now. Yeah. I would consider myself a podcaster for a year, yeah. but music um I've been working in music since I was honestly 18, but really like I'm Joe Morales, singer-songwriter. Singer-songwriter whatever, probably you since know. the early 2000s is kind of when I cuz I was in a in other so, bands and so I didn't really have time to do my own stuff. I was kind of, a, it was a back burner thing. And so once. But I mean, even then you had a, a group dynamic thing that you, you had to learn to work within a band. Oh, I loved it's it. It's like a I team, it. I guess. Yeah. But it's yeah. totally a team. It is yeah. a team. It's everyone has their own idea of how they want to shape something. Yeah. And hearing like, dude, I look back and even looking back on my band that 
we were in Spaceman Spiff. Shout out everybody. Spaceman um, Spiff. I mean, yeah. I know it's a I know it's a knockoff of, it's a of Calvin and Hobbs. Calvin character. and Hobbs, but damn, that's a great band yeah. name. Which we almost got uh, not sued because we asked for permission, but they denied us permission to use the name. Yeah. As Spaceman Spiff, so we ended up splitting it into three words, and then we oh, gave okay. a big F you, and we were able to yeah, use it. Yeah, I so. mean, cool, good. Um, good. But anyway, we also broke up, so it doesn't even matter. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I didn't have any money. <laughs> everybody, everybody just evolved into varying different sections of their life. <laughs> but no, I mean, we we did stuff to where we were we were making some good cash. You know, when we play clubs and we started building our band as a business, we'd. Uh, sell t-shirts and we bought a trailer space man um, yeah, yeah like we we started incrementally like acquiring things as a band gear to yeah um but when you come together everyone has their strength and i think that's what we're doing here is yes. we each have our own strengths and we're knocking our heads together to figure out what we can build together and it'll yeah. be unique to us yeah you know? We're not like, it, it, we kind of came together last year doing all this podcasting stuff, like mashing our faces together. And yeah. now it's kind of like, okay, let's, let's like form into this, like something that we can all hold up and support each other with our strengths mm-hmm. and just make this happen. Like Martin's got the marketing thing kind of down, you know, you are, the music is, is, uh, it's an aspect of you, but in terms of what you bring to the team, dude, you're like the dreamer. You are the one who comes up with the ideas, and it's just kind of the the raw gas. Just, just like let's get it, let's go, like let's do it. Oh, right, dude. you're the wild card in in kind of that whole. The liability is what they call no, it. No, it's not even the liability. <laughs> you are the you're the like coal in, in the flame to keep everything going, and then I'm coming to the table with the the desire to to do the logistics of it Execution. all and, and, and execute mm-hmm. and print and um, produce really. I mean, that's, that is my, that is my destiny. Yeah. I knew that coming out here, I thought it was going to be in TV and film, but now it's going to be, I mean, cause it's been in podcasts for the past year. Yeah. And uh, we've got three short films that, you know, I don't know how much we can say about one of them, but I mean, we got a couple. Yeah. You know, we, we got some short films that we want to do by the, you know, for what? In the next eight months. In the next eight months, we want to be on the other side of filming everything. Three and three short films, like roughly eight to ten minutes mm-hmm. a piece, or something like. Because that. that would still give us time to submit them to festivals, and I think so. I think it would. There. I haven't ever actually looked. Yeah. So we should. We should. You know. But again, you know what? I'm. I'm going to shout out Scott Mosier here because I. Yeah. I talked to him. Um, Scott Mosier's the. He's one half of Smodcast. Nice. Uh, and Shout out. Yeah, dude. It's a, a great show. But I, he, Scott was out in uh, Dallas working at Real Effects uh, on Freebirds. And I saw him around a lot. And one day I just, I went up to him and I said, you know, I'm a big fan of what it is that you do, especially on Smodcast. I like, I identify with the things that you say. Can we sit down sometime? You know, I'll buy you a beer or something and, and chit chat. I had some, some questions I wanted to ask you kind of about your process so far in this whole thing. Cause you're you are where I'd like to try and be, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, we went and grabbed coffee and he, the biggest takeaway from that conversation that I got from him was you can plan out what you're going to do with this all you want, but until you have it, it's not worth anything. Yeah. So you really need to focus on, on building your actual product first before you can even think that anybody's going to give two shits right, about it, yeah. you know? So uh, that was, that was a very, uh, it was a very inspiring thing to me to focus on, okay, so I can be a dreamer about what it is we're going to do, or I can focus and, and piece this together. Cause by that point I'd been working on the, the, the Dallas series for two seasons. I had seen how they work and it was a, a well-oiled machine. Yeah. You so got a backpack out of the deal too. I did. I got a bag, which I still carry around. Yeah. It says Dallas um, on it. With the logo. It was, it was great. Um, 
so I, I focused on it, man. And it's kind of because of that conversation that I even remotely considered being becoming a producer producer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what does it mean to be a producer? I had no idea up until about two years ago. Taking risks. Well, putting your balls on the line. It's literally producing. It's yeah. making something possible. And so whether that's going out and arranging and orchestrating the money or arranging and orchestrating the talent or developing the idea and kind of writing and working and just show running the thing, like those are all varying different forms of producers. Yeah. Uh, sitting in here and and hammering out different chords and working on the, the EQ and stuff you do for, for the music world that you do, that's being a producer. Yeah. Like all of that kind of stuff. And it's all stuff that I know how to do when you boil down the actual individual elements, like I know how to call people. I know how to talk to people and kind of explain my ideas in a way that would get them to want to be involved. I could know how to, you know, run logic like a, like a boss and you know, all those kinds of things. Yeah. There are all these very basic elements that I, I know I can apply to anything that we decide to do. So that's what I think makes me a prime candidate to yeah. be a producer. Well, in it's all like, we're all, we're all like everybody we work with, everyone jumps into so many different positions. So we're filling in all the holes where we can like, okay, we know we have all this to do about like, we had to go and deal with this DBA today and we did that. And all it is is, okay, we had a quick little plan. We got online. Where, which one do we want to go to? We essentially this morning thought we were going to have to go downtown, so we're going to take the train. Um, but we essentially found out it was a little more than a train ride. It, so. w- it was not close enough for us to be able to, to bike to, and no train really ran outside the It's the hot, office. too, today. It really hot. Been, you know, if it, had been, if it had been later on in the year or if we'd gotten up and, and gone to meet them when they opened at 830. Yeah, it would have been a different. It, it, we could have ridden that, you know. So, I mean, six miles. It'd be That's six miles there, six yeah, miles six back. Miles it's not, not terrible. Bad, no. You know, I've you just don't want to be like sweating, walking in, and permeating like this heat <laughs> around everybody in a crammed room. In a in a, it's all those kind of state building, government buildings oh, are all so the depressing. same. The you know the AC always seems to be off. It feels like you're going into the principal's office. They're all like, that yellow color or something yeah. like that. They're just kind of very just like drab building, mm-hmm. and everybody every wall nobody has, wants to be there. Yeah, every wall is like splashed where people have been leaning. Like you see like you know, the oils from skin rub off <laughs> yeah. onto a wall and shit. Yeah. And, yeah, and you see emergency exit doors that have four signs on them telling you not to open this door. And it's interesting. Yeah. Did you get a picture of that? By the I way? didn't. Ugh. No, I know. Because he that. called us up right after I I'd thought about that. It's just funny. Like, uh, it seems, it seems like there's an overall, there's not a very bright and sunny atmosphere in there. Luckily we had a lady behind us that was cool. She was, uh, Oh yeah. Kept, poking in and talking to us. She did. She was, she was, uh, taken with your tattoo actually. Yeah. She loved my little, uh, Joe has a, octopus tattoo. what is it? A, a six, sextopus. a six, a sextopus. <laughs> it is. It would be a sextopus. That's funny. Do you introduce <laughs> it as such? Do you, it's a did, sextopus. You, did you just think about that? No. Oh yeah. Sextopus. Okay. All right. Nice. It's a sextopus with headphones. It looks like he's got beats by Dre on. Yeah. Each tentacle represents one of my siblings. So nice. it's, uh, I do music. So there's headphones on him, but it's just a simple little design. So wait, are you the sextopus or are you one of the tentacles too? I'm one of the tentacles as well. Cool. And the, so the, the whole... sextopus is just creativity, art, swimming, being free, floating around in the ocean. Nice. Okay. So 
Damn. I drew it on an app. You've an thought app about this, haven't you? A little you? bit, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. I mean, it's simple, but it does have a, its meanings to me. I keep you know? getting asked like what my tattoo on my finger is, and I don't have a good reason. The reason I want it is just because I enjoy I enjoy seeing a stark contrast on my hand for some reason. I would do it with, you know, I'd do it with my whole hand if it wouldn't look like yeah. a henna tattoo, a like little weird. Little yeah, all I mean, uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I, you know, something like that. But I just the the one, two, three, like the five, six lines that I have tattooed on my on my knuckle. I it's enough. It's that yeah. is enough for me to kind of take a look at and just be like, okay, you know, it, it's a a reconnection to my uniqueness. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I always feel like it's always surprising when someone notices one of my tattoos because I've forgotten about them now. You yeah. know, I remember when I first got them, I was like, yeah, this is so fucking right. cool, and I would look at it all the time. And now I'm just randomly, I'll look at it, you know, yeah. like I'll forget I have a ring tattoo Yeah. and I just forget. I don't think about it until somebody says, Oh, that's awesome. And I'm yeah. like, Oh man. Yeah. I, I, get, I, get, I get it pointed out every once in a while and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's right. I do have this. Yeah. I went through there like a, a, keep going. No, I was just going to say, I kind of went through like this little chunk of my life where I got tattoos and I only yeah. have three, but that was it. I never, I just, it's been years. I don't know why. I just lost interest in One, two, wanting three. to ink up my body, but yeah, that's what I call it. Inking it up. Inking it up. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've got four. Um, I, I do plan to get more. What are you going to get? What's your next? I, don't, I mean, the only, as far as I've thought is, is Elf tree logo, getting dude. something. Yes. Getting, getting things that are very close to me, things that I, you know, um, but get it in a design of kind of a quarter sleeve. And I don't even know if that's the correct term. I've looked it up. I don't know exactly what the correct description of a quarter sleeve is, but I would have it so that where mo- a majority of the design goes surrounds my entire left arm and shoulder, just down to like a t-shirt line. Could I propose an idea? You can't propose. This would be fucking killer, but yeah. it's also, it's a, it's a commitment. Okay. But I still think it would be badass. What if we had a tattoo design of the tree Yeah. and the door and then the elf tree logo within all of that, like mm-hmm. all the woodedness? Mm-hmm. And what if that tattoo is freaking... A half sleeve, nice. Full color, goes all the way around. Nice, but it's uh, it's an elf tree. That would be cool. I'd get one of those. That'd be awesome, dude. That would be awesome. I mean, mine. I, I currently have pieces that would kind of get in the way. Oh, of that. I see, I see. But well, I would you can put, always tattoo. I would over put it. things like I could put the elf tree podcast. In it. I wouldn't want to tattoo over. That's the can thing. you do that? What? Can you tattoo over another tattoo? Like, sure. It would be it? encouraging. It, it would be encouraging. Uh, it would be incorporating the the old design, the old tattoo into mm. the new design. Um, but I would genius. do, I would do like the Elf Tree podcast network or maybe not even that. I'd probably just do the, like the podcast man logo. Oh, I see. You I know, see. just podcasting, mm-hmm. um, in general. And then most of like the, the texture I would get to kind of fill it all in. I kind of nice. want it to be the, uh, the undersuit under Darth Vader's armor. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah, kind yeah. of this faux, uh, pleather kind of kind of fabricy look yeah, and it kind of like saying. holds some wrinkles a lot but it's it's quilted nice, and so okay. i would kind of want that is to it got do, like the the diamond uh stitching kind of yes there's there's a lot of different kinds of that quilted material and so i just find the the specific one that i was that i was looking for That's but cool. that would be what i'd want to like fill in once i got a couple extra you know specific elements That's, That's about cool. as far as i thought okay dude that'll be great yeah. is it gonna be like uh are they each going to be big enough to fill in and create like a, a hole so that you can have that under armor? Possibly. I mean, like the, the, I mean, you see how, how my initials are like that mm-hmm. big, like the, the podcast guy might be about this big, even if it was elf tree podcast, you know, the whole logo there. And then, you know, 
pretty much from the rest of it. I would probably just do the the you've got texturing squares. It would be cool if you did like I know this is your own body, but if you did the logo and then you had another shaped kind of square, yeah. But then you put one eventually around your cross there, yeah. And then you could create smaller squares that kind of fill in all the gaps, and you could have a fucking bricked arm, just oh, like a yeah. bunch of uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Well, like a like a comic book panel. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. And we all love comic books. Comic books are pretty cool. I mean, comic book movies are doing. Don't read them anymore, but doing get, like they're performing like gangbusters. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, there's a lot of money in that. There is. Disney scored big time. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> Enough about Disney. We don't want to go down that road. But dude, yeah, we were talking about uh, speaking of camping earlier uh, uh, from workaholics. Camping oh out yeah, office. okay. I was gonna say, did we talk about camping already? We're taking on the show? Uh, <gasps> we're taking a trip out to the Grand Canyon. Uh, we're gonna do a camping trip out there. We are. We're gonna, gonna little, go uh, um, field trip. Yeah, just kind of a get away from uh, get away from the hustle and bustle for a little bit. Even though I kind of just did that in Dallas. But I did it in a different way. Like when I went to Dallas specifically for podcast movement and, you know, for the conference and the opportunity to kind of rethink and recenter my business brain, my mm-hmm. creative business brain. And I think going, uh, going on a, on a, just a short camping trip would be something that would like refocus my, my Ian brain. Yeah. I don't know. It would uh, stimulate you for the rest of the year. At least. Into doing these films. At least, yes. I mean, that's the thing is it's so necessary to take some sort of break. Yeah. And just get away from things. Get away from the city. Get away from all the EMF uh, frequencies and stuff. Cause get we're, away from the Kit Kat bars. I mean, we're, we're in a very concentrated area with a lot of different energies. So it's nice to go all of a sudden to nothingness, which yeah. is everythingness. Right. Freaking Grand Canyon is yeah. like, I wouldn't stare at a skyscraper nearly as long as I would stare into the freaking canal I, of a, or whatever you call that, the uh, canyon. canyon of a freaking... <laughs> yeah. Of the earth. Know, of the earth, I of mean, a plateau is, or whatever. It's, I think it was the deepest part in the Grand Canyon is a mile deep. Wow. It's oh my God. Deep. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean like 5,000 feet or something like that. It's ridiculous. Can you imagine falling? Just No. I mean, Shelby and I tossed what? rocks when we went and visited a, a year and a half ago. We tossed rocks as far as we could. Damn. And what if I people were down there hiking? Nine seconds, 10 seconds at least to like hear it hit some kind of ground wow. or could the wall. Could you see what was down there though? I We could. Like we could see it kind of progress until its deepest point. So yeah. it wasn't so much a matter of us tossing a rock off and just waiting for it to fall all the way down. We had to like chuck it. Oh, damn. And so we had to try and get distance and, you know, uh, an arc. The with birds it, so. out there, man. Those bald yeah. eagles that fly around. Gorgeous. Wow. Well, let's see. We went in, we went in December and it was cold. Yeah, it was pretty cold. Now it'll be nice because we're going in September this time, and yeah. it'll be it'll be really nice. What's what's like the nighttime weather at the Grand Canyon this time of year? You think? I I, I would have no idea, but I would imagine it it shifts as drastically as it does here, at least. Yeah, I would think definitely. You were mentioning in the canyon, it gets really cool. It the, probably creates a wind tunnel. If or I remember correctly, the canyon is ten degrees cooler. Than the surface. Oh man. Or or something like that. I mean it's it's a it's a pretty drastic drop between surface level temperatures in the canyon. Arizona has a continental climate um, with dry warm summers. The area within twenty five miles of the station is covered by shrublands. Okay, so let's see here. 
okay, September, okay, it gets, uh, gets up there, 78, 80s, around the 80s at night, I'd say around the 50s. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so the highs in the 70s or 80s, and then it's a... Yeah, so we're probably looking... the 50s at night? Okay. We're probably looking 70, 75 to 80 degrees during the day, okay. and then 46, for, you know, mid-40s at night. So that's, 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 that's some warm clothing. Yeah, I mean, you're going to want a good, good sleeping bag and, uh, you know... At the end of the month, it drops below th- uh, below forty degrees. I wonder how I wonder how the wood situation is out there. The wood, as in firewood, camp wood. Oh, because I, I mean, I, I imagine we at our campsite we would build a fire. Yeah, I would also think around a place like that, it would all be taken from everyone. That's always just we may have to bring wood. That would be something to put on a list for mm-hmm. us to, we'll just figure that out before we go. We could go. stop off the side of the road if we see something where we're like, There's oh, a little let's just village some shit. Outside, the, outside the park. Oh, yeah, nice. I okay. Think. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll see that. We'll go to the village then. We'll go to the village. We're going to the village for wood. Anybody need anything? Marshmallows? More Budweiser's? <laughs> <laughs> All the people on the other tent areas are You'll just be done with the reset. Getting shit faced. Nice. Oh, yes. I think we should bring a, a cooler of something good to drink out there. We should. To chill over. We should. Absolutely. Couple, uh, oh, you mentioned you had some of those uh, beers from Dallas. Lakewood Temptress. Yes, I do. Shout out Lakewood Temptress. But speaking of camping, dude, I got this Aqua Ovo. Oh, nice. And uh, I don't know. Oh, I was listening to Pete Holmes. What is him it? And a guy named David Wolf were talking about it. It's a bottle of like it's a filtration system, so you can go up to. It's a water bottle. It's a water bottle. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, you just uh, just for our audience at home, just in your basic terms, it's, it's a water bottle. A crazy, almost upside down, triangular looking shape. It's got three it points. It looks like it. It looks like it's uh, a canister that should contain like some <laughs> ooze or something for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> looks like the water bottle that the Illuminati would use. Right well, now. it's it's <laughs> geez. Talk about drawing attention. I know, right? No, but it's it's great. It uh, filters out ninety nine point nine percent of any contaminated contaminants like uh, bacteria's, nice um, metals, any fluoride. I mean, shit that's in the water. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's for uh, survivalists. It's for people who go to like um, areas where there's not a good water source. So how does the filtration system work? Um, it goes through like a coconut filter. It's like a series of mazes and through a coconut filter. What? So, yeah. It, Let me they, see this. Let me see this. Yeah. It's a, uh, you open up the bottom. Oh, that was the top. <laughs> you open the bottom. You can kind of see, you can't see inside of it. Obviously it's got the right. casing, but yeah, coconut it's filter? Uh, yeah, it's how, I mean, how does filter. that even work? Um, I, I don't know. I guess coconut has its own, like its own uh, filtration, like the skins. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. Whatever they've done, they've created a coconut filter, but how um, long does the filter last? It lasts for 75 gallons or oh. 285 liters. Is that a liter? This would be, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I would imagine they would give you, let's see, 22. So this is 22 ounces. This is 650 milliliters. So no, it's not a liter. It's just over half a liter. Okay. So that's like, yeah, that's like 500 twice, refills, 500 refills of this thing. Yeah, that's, that's a great. lot. That, yeah. And the filters, I think, are like thirty bucks or something. So. Five hundred. Although, if They're you were going, but... if you were going on a massive hiking trip like the Appalachian Trail or something like that, oh yeah, well, I dude, mean, you, you would fill that up more than five hundred times. Walk on that up to trip. a uh, river, uh, lake, or tap water. You can't use ocean water. That's for whatever you, reason. Yeah, you'd have to desalinate it. Yep. 
but yeah, it's called the, uh, it's got a globe trotter filter in it. But anyway, I got this thing in. I'm freaking psyched to take it on the camping trip. That's awesome. Yeah. So that, oh yeah, that's right. You get an opportunity to go and fill your water bottle at whatever the, uh, What's the river? I think it's the Colorado River. Colorado, that runs yeah. Through the, uh, the, the river Grand runs through it. Yeah, the river runs through it <laughs> with uh, Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't Dude, see it. I remember that movie when I was a kid. Like, my, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Really? Yeah, I remember it being on TV. There was a specific moment where I was, I had to go to bed, and I was so pissed because I wanted to naked. watch it. I saw the whole beginning of the movie, yeah. just the credits, yeah. and then I had to go to bed. I was pissed. Jeez, that's I don't know. That was a random. So movie. you haven't ever seen it. No, I have. Oh, you have by I, now. That was when I was a kid. Does somebody my... get naked? Is that why you probably had to get sent away? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't killed? remember if there is a naked scene. Yeah, there's definitely some violence in it, yeah. but it's, I mean, come on. What have we not seen that's more violent than like a mom yelling at some other person's kids in a grocery store when you're shopping with your own mom, you know? I mean, that's some well, real shit, I mean, you know, that's, that's some real Hollywood, you know, like real housewives type of drama, but you know, but you know what I mean? Like when you're in public, like today, when I was walking after we parked yeah. or I parked and yeah. you were inside, I was walking past all these neighbors that were getting in this fight outside their apartment complex. Like one was banging on this door. She's like, come out here, open the fucking door, no you know, way. just losing their shit. And this other gargantuan, like. Nordic woman was standing there with a cigarette oh, in, wow. a, in a sweatsuit, hair tied back like a freaking gymnast, really tight. And yeah. she was literally just standing there with the angriest scowl on her face, smoking a cigarette like, I'm going to kick whoever's ass, whoever comes up to me. It was oh, just really no. weird. I was walking by, you know, and I'm like, shit. No, 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 no drama. I wouldn't even, yeah, I would, like, That's what, what is going to. on yeah. in this little world to just, where it's worth it? That's bizarre. It's never worth that, you know? No. I don't know. I, I haven't been in anything like that since I was a kid, I guess, you know, hmm. or maybe in a band. I was in a band. I guess we got in a couple arguments, but I never really get in fights. I no. I know we talked about that a little bit, but we did. We talked about know. that on one of the archived episodes, actually. That's hilarious. Whether or not we got into a fight. I think it was the one that we just, that we just ran last week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. if you listen back on that guys, still never been in a fight. <laughs> I still have not been in a fight. Yeah. Um, I figured we close out. I'm, I was going to ask you if you have any idea what our listenership is. I really don't. I don't like you. You seem to follow the, the plays on SoundCloud though. Pretty quick, pretty, yeah, pretty closely. Cause when you log in, you see how many people, anytime I go to SoundCloud, it's our homepage. And so it's, it shows us how many people have been playing your, th- uh, our shows in the last 24 hours. And yeah. so it's constantly seeing those numbers and then you see the ticker underneath and it's like, Oh, that's the total plays. So yeah, keep an eye on it from time to time. We've got over 2000 plays on SoundCloud. Yep. And, uh, our highest listened episode on SoundCloud is episode one of high air. Rightfully so. Yeah. I mean, we, we did promote that particular episode. Kevin Smith was on it. So he that's true. <laughs> that's right. Probably detracted quite a few people. Because I know when we first put that out, we had also, we were blasting a few comments online. We put the video that we took online. Yeah. So it had a couple extra things with it attached to it that I think garnered some really good attention on that episode. But it is, it's interesting. Yeah. Sorry. Because some of the, like even the three movie goes, we've got episodes that people listen to more often than other ones. So I wonder... If it's just that specific movie that we watch, people love, and so they're looking for podcasts about it, or we tagged it somewhere I, random I, that popped yeah. up. Yeah, I imagine it's, it's it has to do with something with our tags. Mm-hmm. It has to. It's it's all in what we tagged it with. 
if we tagged it with something that was bound to be a popular search term, then yeah, that's why they would have run across our show. Yeah. SoundCloud even admits, though, that they count a play as soon as the play button is clicked. So okay. somebody could hit play, hear this, the, our trumpet music at the very beginning, be like, nope, screw this. Nope. And, you know, so, um, so SoundCloud, I mean, we're getting, you were getting an average of like 20-ish plays a week on SoundCloud mm-hmm. on each one of our episodes. On All our done actual, by us. No, just, it doesn't. We, we, it I'm actually, kidding. since both of us are signed in, I also found this out. Since both of us are always signed in, it never counts our plays. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it's it never us. That's Which good. is yeah, it's it's nice to hear that because we d- we preview all of our shows through SoundCloud. Yeah, before we post them. Well, yeah, I mean we have to. Yeah, <laughs> we have to. You've caught a couple of of mistakes on my part. Oh, I mean quality control. I like the ones where uh, it's actually accidentally sped up. That but that's the show would be only, like this. We'd be talking like this. Yeah, yeah we'd we'd talking, this but it, we'd be talking in the same pitch of voice. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, it's but, not a bad way to listen to a show, to be honest. <clears throat> You have that option in, in the in the uh, podcast app, I believe, to play it at one and a half times the speed That's or cool. half the speed or whatnot. So wow, I never do you that. have your playback options. You also have those options. I had those options in Logic because if I'm going through a show, I just kind of, you know, it's time to get through a show. Yeah. And uh, so I, I put it on, you know, plus 40% or something like nice. that. So I'm listening to it a little sped up. Nice. Um, as far as iTunes goes and Stitcher, it's, it, this is between iTunes. Oh, maybe that's the difference. Okay. Anyways, there's a, we're getting on an average of 34, uh, excuse me, 33 subscribers <laughs> nice. a week to high dare, <laughs> you know, and that's, that's going through feed burner. The, uh, the actual stats on our website are slightly <laughs> different. We're getting like hey, 40, everybody. <laughs> yeah. An average of like 40 we people on, uh, on our website. You know, so it's between 30 and 40 people on a weekly basis are, are requesting our download links. Either they've subscribed automatically or, you know, they're, they're finding it in the iTunes store and hitting play. You Which know, is, so. you know, it's the joke of it all to us is we've done, we've done nothing to, pro- to promote done, ourselves. We've done very fucking little. We just do some <laughs> tweets and stuff here and there, but we're not like on it. And so, hey, I am stoked even five people would be willing to listen to our asses talk about stuff. It's true. But at the same time, I'm also excited because that's 34 people that are potentially new friends that we'll get to meet along the road. And If there are 34 people out there that try and get in touch with us, we would really, we, we would love to figure out some way to open lines of communication and, and, let you guys in on the things that we've got coming up. Cause we've got some, some, again, we mentioned the, the short films that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got some podcasts that we're going to be revamping and, and kind of working on. And we could, uh, we could honestly use some, some help with some of this kind of stuff. Yeah. So if, if you're a listener of our show, if you're one of these between 30 and 40 people that <laughs> listen to our show on a regular basis, um, please, please, please get in touch with us, yeah, hit and, us up. and we would love to, we'd love to chat with you. Yeah. We won't respond. We will respond. We will <laughs> absolutely <kidding>. respond <laughs> because we need everybody's help. We want we want to be able to to take Elf Tree Podcast Network and our shows yeah. to the next level, and it, it means kind of reworking and revamping some stuff. Well, so. then it's I think that's kind of the beauty of building kind of a listenership is like friends. They become people who feel like they're a part of what we're doing, and we want to be a part of that. Like we want to be a part of. Um, our listeners' lives too. I know we that do. sounds weird, but it is true. It's like well, I mean, you- that's that's what we're here for. We want to make sure that everybody feels as if they can come and hang out with us. So, in in order to hang out with us, let's all get involved. Let's all 
Let's all make this happen, people. Yeah, let's do it. Hit uh, us we up. can't wait. Please, yeah. Hit us up. We are us at enterthealftree.com. Uh, if you want to email us and enterthealftree.com just to uh, just to the, check us out. Yeah. See, you know, I'm sure you've you've been there by this by this point, but uh, we could we could use the traffic. We could all, <laughs> yes, and check out hideair.com as well, because that is, uh, I mean, I know we say this at the end of the show. We do. It's, a, it's all, it's all. But, you know, ends. sometimes you got to plug yeah. yourselves. You're like, hey, we don't forget about that we have these other, you know, we didn't forget about our website, even yeah. though we never really have to talk about it, yeah. technically. But it's it's there. We're going to do some coming changes to that stuff, too, so we're going to be revamping a few things. And you'll, you'll, you'll hear the show kind of evolve along with it. Definitely. So. Yeah. We've got uh, a lot of good ideas coming up. We do. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. For this week on Hide Air. I'm Ian. And I'm Joe and Aqua Hobo. We, we gotta, gotta go. Follow us on Twitter at Hydare Pod. Get your ass online because uh, Hydare.com misses you.